comfy chair. Welcome to Seti Sopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. Hello, Izzy. Um, goodbye, Simon. See what I did there. Yeah, you've you done the opposite of a hello because that is the whole theme and underlying current of this podcast. You might think it's just us talking bollocks for 25 minutes, but it's not. It, it's got point and purpose. Is it? No, it... Okay. It, it's got pointillism and poipuses. Poipuses. Yeah, I went, uh, yeah, but I, I kind of went really New York then, didn't I? Poipus. Coffee. What is it with you and accents today? Anyway, we should ca- crack on. Come on, I want to. I want to work Ooh. out the opposite of things. Okay. Go. All right. I want to know what is the opposite of Back to the Future. It's future to the front. Yeah, but that doesn't make no, any sense. No, hang on. It's exactly. past to the front. It's passing to the front, oh. which means it's when you get something and you're in a queue and you're passing it all the way to the front of the queue like when you uh, what's it called when you pass a bucket down to a fire what's that called um, pointless rubbish <laughs> it's not pointless you're putting out a fire no you're not just passing a bucket in the direction of a fire well yes but the ultimate end of that the front of that passing to the front is is a, is a fire putting out of thing isn't it, isn't it? Isn't it? But it's, it's got to be a film the opposite of Back to the Future because Back to the Future as we all know is a film from 1985 directed by Robert Zemeckis. About time travel. Is it though? Yes. Is it though? It's about time travel. Is it not about finding your strength, your inner strength and... Well, so is every fucking film. No, no. It's all about... It's about a boy. Every single film is about a boy who doesn't think he's special who works out he's really special. That is literally every film. Tomb Raider. That is about a boy who realises he wants to be a girl with breasts. Uh, it's written by Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis, and it stars Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Everybody knows this, Simon. Not everybody. I bet there are people who nobody people to this. who don't know this don't care. Yeah, they do about they, that. They, they they now know to go and watch a really good film. It's not really. It's not a really good film. It's not a really good. It film. is. It's a really. You good just film. watched it when you were a kid. No, no. It's That's a it's a properly it's good. good film from a from a structural standpoint from. From a technical standpoint, from a plot and story standpoint. No, 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 no. Only the original. Not when he goes back to the West and then he has an irrational thing about being called Yellow, which doesn't really make any sense anyway. They set that up in the second one. They, yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Well, no, but still, it's completely still think, out of character. I still think it's it a is a good trilogy. Stupid, stupid. It's a good. Where trilogy. they deliberately made him look Biff look like Trump. <laughs> yeah, that is a deliberate choice, wasn't it? Yeah, they did that yeah. on deliberatenessness. Also, Eric Stoltz was going to be Marty McFly. They actually shot for three weeks with him, I think. And he's still in the film, in one shot. Do you know which film that is? Which film? The first one. Yeah, do you know which shot I meant, obviously? <laughs> it's when he dives back into the DeLorean in the ah. parking lot. That's Eric Stoltz. So, yeah. Should have done this I, last I week because it was Back to the Future Day last week. I never realised because mm. I always watched it on television. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. when it was on. There's swearing in it. Yeah, proper swearing. Yeah. When this baby reaches 88 miles an hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Yeah. Did you spit coffee when you first heard the proper version? No, it was a fridgy milkshake. <laughs> 
What flavour? I believe it was chocolate fudge. Ooh. Why, why ooh, a chocolate, chocolate fudge milkshake? yes. Fudge, yes. But chocolate fudge milkshake, I don't know if I approve of that. I don't know why. It just made me go, ooh. But that's like a common flavour of milkshake. I, mean, I know like... what the opposite of Back to the Future is. Go on, then. It is the film Peggy Sue Got Married. Which nobody's heard of, which I suppose is the opposite of a film everybody's heard it's of. It's a pretty good film as well. It's got um, Kathleen Kennedy playing... Do I? I don't mean Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Turner and Nicholas Cage. And uh, Ugh. yeah, Ugh. yeah, they they done the snogging and everything. Oh no, nobody can. That's like that's like anti-vegan or something. I don't know. There's just something wrong with Nicolas Cage's head. It's also got the same number of letters in, in uh, words in the title. Peggy Peggy Sue got married. Back to the future. It's not got the same number of no, syllables. No. Last. But what's it about that makes it the opposite? It's about time travel, but it's about um. Uh, a woman who goes back to her past and is her in the past. What's that book? There's a really weird book which is really quite good, which is about a woman in the 1950s mm-hmm. who's like goes camping with a boyfriend or they're at a wedding or a party or something and they're, they're having troubles in their marriage and all the rest of it. And it's the 1950s and he's an archaeologist and they're at, they're around by these stones and they're having... And she left her bag then. She goes back to where, to the these stones and it's in Scotland and suddenly she's transported back to like 1600 in Scotland and is like, oh, shit. Oh, I don't know. And then she's got, then she kind of, because her ancestors are apart from there, and she basically is a 1950s lady living in like the past. And it's really good. But I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. I don't know. This is the trouble. This is the trouble when you don't take art you imbibe seriously. You just enjoy it. Is you don't care about names and that. I have sat in so many comedy stools in the toilets type thing. I've been on stage. I've smashed it, and people come into the stalls and they talk about me and I'm just like oh yeah they really love me and they don't remember my name they get it wrong they call me Lizzie half the time or they just go I think her name was Beth oh you should be called Beth that'd be no, a terrible name for you it'd be brilliant oh it'd be awful I couldn't be called Beth <laughs> oh, I know a Beth I know two Beths one is an amazing comedian and the other one is an amazing Zitsuka who's from Birmingham and she's the one who says Sinsai 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 Kuchiganuma Peggy Sue got married is directed by Francis Ford Coppola of all people so yeah alright I'm going to let you have this because I'm not seen it so I can't contribute therefore me the opposite of Back to the Future is Peggy Sue got married now, William wants to know, what is the opposite of porridge? You know much more about ah, porridge than I do. I do. I like porridge. I haven't had mine yet. I really want my porridge. Do okay. Some, do some porridge porn. What is the best way to make porridge? This is the way I currently make my porridge. Best bunk. Which is wrong. Which is wrong. It's not. It's, it, it's really just an oat souffle is what I currently make. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's not right. I like to eat courgette because it's lots of fibre and it's vitamin A and it's really good for you. So I put that, I grate it on the fine grating. I put that in with some porridge oats, which also has wheat germ in it because I like the extra gluten that you get from... So it goes extra gooey. I bung that in the microwave with some soy milk for about three minutes. I stir it up. I add nutmeg. I add cinnamon. I also add more soy milk at that point, as well as two beaten egg whites so that they're really fluffy. I fold those in.
skin. And then I basically watch that bitch like a hawk while it rises in the microwave because that thing explodes. It goes proper souffle, it puffs up. And then on top of that, I take it out and I add granola and I add frozen blueberries and either honey or syrup. Have you ever had rice porridge? Yes, I've had. Um, uh, there's a there's a fad for five grain rice type thing. So you get porridge which has oats and quinoa and wild rice and that sort of thing. But if you mean have I had rice pudding, then also yes. Okay. Rice pudding is effectively rice porridge, or I would say risotto is rice porridge too, because the method is exactly the same. Risotto is rice porridge. Mm. It's just not cooked. As long. I also have oatmeal. Mm. Takes ages though. It takes forty minutes. Why don't you have a porridge kettle? Because I have never heard of one until you just said it. They're disgusting things. They're like weird. Well, then shape. I don't want one. They're a weird well, shaped would... pan with a handle on top, and you just cook porridge all day in it, and you just keep helping yourself to porridge. Oh, that's amazing. No. So it's like a slow cooker of porridge. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. That sounds great. No, it sounds. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, the best porridge. The reason I. I went low carb for a while and the reason I stopped being low carb was I was at QED Con and at the buffet breakfast buffet they had a slow cooker filled with porridge and I was just like I can't <laughs> not eat that I, I, I stopped eating my bacon and sausages and egg with nothing no, no, no. else yeah. and uh, went straight to that because it was amazing. Porridge is also amazing. a TV sitcom from the 70s and a film also oh. from the 70s. It can also be spelt porridge, P-O-R-A-G-E, porridge, P-O-R-R-I-G-E, or parridge. Who spells it porridge? Nobody would call it that. Or parridge, P-A-R-R-I-T-C-H. So what is the opposite of that? I would suggest it's pancakes or possibly like um, pastries for breakfast. Mm. We've done pancakes. The opposite of a, a pancake is a breakfast burrito, American pancake. Ah, I see. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. See, I'd say it would be cereal. Let's say it'd be like Rice Krispies or something. Oh, why Rice because Krispies it's cold. particularly? I don't know, because it's just a single grain one, really. I mean, Weetabix you could have as a thing, but cornflakes is probably... I mean, because they're just so disappointing compared to porridge which is like a meal and they're just like dust in water <laughs> not water milk <laughs> see if i was making oatmeal simon it would be oatmeal no other crap water let that go for 40 minutes is it cocoa pops because they're exciting mm. when you put them in the bowl and you're, oh that's exciting whereas porridge no, is no, like, no, nobody oh, thinks that nobody thinks that no i i, I find porridge, porridge exciting Rice Krispies are quite exciting. They pop and crackle and snap. Well, I would suggest that because it's like, you know, it's like hot and cold porridge and cornflakes. Is it gruel? No, gruel is porridge. It's the same thing. (laughs) Is it? I didn't realise that. Yeah. Gruel is really watery porridge. Oh, okay. That's savoury. That's that's what gruel is. So, should we say Um, Rice Krispies? Does that sound reasonable to your sensibilities? Yeah. Porridge does not snap, crackle or pop. It doesn't. And it's hot. And you can't make cakes out of it. Well, you can, actually, but shut up. Porridge cakes, I don't want to know. So the opposite, William, of porridge is Rice Krispies. Now, Steve wants to know, what is the opposite of a bell? A tingling. Well, it's um, it's saying you don't believe in fairies, isn't it? You know the, 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 the bit that rings in the bell, the, the long dangly bit inside that hits the sides? Yeah. Guess what that's yeah. called? I would have thought it was called a pendulum or a hammer. Uh, Sort of. It's called an uvula, like the bit at the back of your throat. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh. Maybe the bit at the back of your throat is named after that rather than the other way around. Or, yeah, that's... A, a possibility. You can also get hammers that strike the outside of bells, of course. Bells are quite interesting in that 
they they like quite they they everywhere aren't they bells like they put them they in are clocks. they are ubiquitous but they're I mean, also they're, like the quite, fire alarms quite famous bells I mean like like you've got Big Ben and you've got that one in Philadelphia and other bells that's it Steve that's Bell it. the cartoonist no. <laughs> Tom Bell the comedian no yeah. stop it yeah um there's Isabel who turned her name into Izzy there we go are you a bell though um. Belle also could be a young lady. Bella, yeah. Yeah. Bella exactly. Donna is a type of uh, poison. Anyway, Simon, the opposite of a bell, let's let's just say that a bell we mean literally a bell. A tiggling. So a bell, yeah, something you physically have to ring yourself, pick up or dangle from a church. Mm-hmm. Or So other instruments in a church is an organ. <laughs> Such, such a, a child. child. Why Jesus does the word Christ. organ just make me laugh? Because Sausages, you think of a organ. penis. <laughs> Stop referencing things. Um, um, yeah, the study of bells is called campanology. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be something that that's ubiquitous in the sense that bells are. Maybe it's a lamp or a candle or something. A lamp or a candle or something like that. Because well, you, you put out a candle with a snuffer, which looks a bit like oh, a bell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Candles produce light. Mm-hmm. Bells produce sound. They're mm-hmm. ubiquitous, isn't they? They're bloody everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, even digital they come in all things sorts of have got bells, haven't they? Yeah. Like the iPhone's got a bell. I actually know what it is. What? It's a telephone call. Explain. Because you ring someone and you answer it and you're not making... The noise of it, you're you're responding to the noise of it. It's like like well, the then opposite. it's assembling in a car park. I mean, <laughs> when the oh, fire, fire alarm, alarm goes, yeah, yeah. you assemble in a car park. So that mm. can't be. Or you go to the church, or you throw confetti, or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. So I would suggest it's a candle not, or I, a light. Well, we don't. They're putting out. A candle with wet fingers being the opposite of a match. Well, there we go. If you strike a match, you strike a bell. You do? Yeah. So we're saying it's matches? No, no. Um, no, match we've already done. Is the opposite of a match is putting out a candle with your wet fingers. Like okay. that. But a candle could be the opposite of, of a bell. I mean, the sound-wise, the opposite of a bell is a sort of hissy noise. It's a sort of deflating noise. Yeah, it could be a balloon. A bell is a directly struck idiophone percussion instrument. Idiophone, that's a good word. I like the word Most idiophone. bells have a shape of a hollow cup mm. that, when struck, vibrates a single strong strike tone. Do you own a With... bell? Yeah, somewhere. I got a bell. I used to have to ring the bell. Oh, what, it's school? Wake everybody up for breakfast, yeah. Oh, so you had to get up before everybody else to wake to them up the so they'd be angry at you for waking them up. Well, occasionally the Gap Girls were meant to do it, but occasionally the Gap Girls gave it to us to do. Right, so. right. Did uh, mean you were first down at breakfast. Uh, and so. was a bell, was it a handbell that you rang or was it like a, a tower yeah, so bell? It was a, it had to, it was a handbell, so it had a handle with a big bell on the end. Did you ever walk around the school going, bring out your dead, diggling, no. bring out your dead, diggling? But it was similar to that. It was like a rising of zombies because that is what people look like first thing. Anyway. Is it an air raid siren? Ooh. That's not bad. That's totally different. A siren is a siren, maybe. Yeah, it's a fan that's blowing air out through a funnel. Yeah, whereas a bell is something that's struck. A siren. Can you do an impression of an air raid siren? I think that's just a startled cow. Yeah, exactly. It sounded a bit cow-like. 
I think yeah, I think this is pretty good. I think an air raid siren particularly, but it could just be a siren on its own. Yeah, I think a siren. Not not the mythological siren. No, not the siren uh, what to... tempts you to the beach to eat you. With enchanting music and singing voices. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Well, they're pretty, so, you know. Well, no, they're not. That's the thing. They're not pretty. They, they sound, sound pretty. pretty. Yeah. And so they enchant you. They look, if you ever seen a picture of a siren, they kind of look like, you know, the top ladies' of heads cars. on... No, well, exactly. Um, <laughs> woo! Um, yeah, because that's that's like the opposite of a police car. Is there for a fire engine? What what do they look like? Have a bell. Okay, so a siren. All right, usually they're a jar or something. So that's usually how I imagine them. But if you imagine like a pigeon, pigeon's body instead of wings, it's got like front like arms like a human. Right. But they're kind of tucked under as though they've got pigeon feet, and then you've got a lady's head instead of a pigeon's head. That is how I... That, that's the one I'm imagining. Oh, you just made that up? No, no, oh, no. Yeah. It's an object I've seen before, but oh, I don't okay. know where from. But it was a siren, I remember that. The other ones are all like, hey, we're sexy ladies in the water. Fishy ladies in the water. But they, they're like... If you see like pictures of the medieval times, that's when they turn into mermaids. But they're not sexy mermaids. They've got like... They're grey with like droopy boobs and weird looking. But they're very sexy. Sexy songer. Sexy songer. Sexy singer. But uh, otherwise not. Yeah. So, Steve, the opposite of a bell is a siren. Therefore, this week we have worked out the opposite. Back to the Future is Peggy Sue got married. That the opposite of porridge is Rice Krispies, and that the opposite of a bell is a siren. You may plug your other podcast. You can listen to the Zedless Dead List. It is on izzy.com. That is i s z i dot com. The most recent episode is about basketball. However, if you enjoy other stories, such as a man getting run over by a train, or another man who uh, helped cure people of their diseases by giving them opiates, or maybe another man who invented the Harvest Festival, then do listen to that. You can also listen to the British Museum member cast, which will be out, uh, it should be out now in fact, and that is all about Stonehenge. But not how it was built, because how it was built is boring! So it's basically what Stonehenge means in the context of European history. You can buy mm. my books. The first part of the Normalverse trilogy is still free on your favoured reading device. And you can visit my website at simondunn.me.uk. We will be back next week with more Opposites of Opposites. Bye-bye. Bye.